And welcome to the fourth episode of Bigfoot Club. I am your host, Robert Jesse Dominguez. And with me, uh, Chris, uh, back to be... Oh, man, you just cut me off. <laughs> no, it's low. It's nice, nice <laughs> to be back on the, on the mic tonight. It's on low. Okay, I think he's getting back at me from last time because <laughs> I was on the finger point this time and he's trying to cut me off, so... And also, Ash. Ash. Yeah. Hey, thank you guys for being troopers and being here. So, yeah, yeah. No, cool. no, no doubt. <laughs> so, before I get started, before we get started, I wanted to dedicate uh, this, this episode to a special homeboy of mine. So out the gate we <laughs> we're hitting them hard with Justin Timberlake tonight. <laughs> we right? So you and you and Justin are homeboys now, right? So God, God I hope so. <laughs> so so the the shout outs uh, apparently the shout outs have have found Justin and now him in. Uh, him and Rob are on, on good terms. We're uh, homeboys. Okay. Yeah, all right. Also, before I get started, <laughs> I wanted to dedicate this song to two girls at work, uh, Candace and Caitlin. So this is for you. <laughs> oh Lord. So that's out of the way. So. Oh man, that's great. That's good stuff. They're gonna love that. Yeah, they are. They will love it. They're gonna love it if they if they listen. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> Getting them to listen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but I, I when they when they hear it, they can probably see us. Yeah, walking in, swaying back and forth. So with our arms around each other. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds kind of weird. Yeah, we we always play that song and um, just be yourself. And we, we just like you. we just hug each other and we sway back and forth. Yeah. So, hey. our first subject. You guys ready? Let's do it. Bigfoot. So, I wanted to start off with a story. Um, because uh, this is a story that I was given permission to talk about, but I can't really go into too detail of it. So, and I know I talked to you guys off off show about this. So, this was when I was working at USBC, and um, my bad. Whoa, <laughs> Ash going rogue over here. <laughs> hey, hey, we're supposed to start out with a fun fact. Uh, yeah, you just straight steamrolled. Did, did I really? Okay, well let's let's reverse it. So, so, fun fact: uh, premiering tonight at uh, nine p.m. Uh, Aliens and Bigfoot on History Channel Two. I don't watch that show. I don't either, but I'm probably gonna take a look at it just to see how. Yeah, I might. How goofy it is. Yeah, I might. Let's see what George Sukalos has to say about that. So, yeah. 
not too much in Bigfoot history on October 27th. So they're still mulling over the Patterson Gimlin footage, probably at that time. Always so. and forever. Always <clears throat> and forever. Even if they figure it out, he, yeah. he's beating you to singing he already. This I moment with well, you. That's okay. <laughs> so, um, all right. Sorry, man. I didn't mean to see it, it's, you. It's okay. It's okay. Back to when you were working at USBC. When I was working at USBC, uh, we had a vendor that was um, we had a service agreement with, and I would call and dispatch um, technicians to come out and take care of the building. And this guy um, reached out to me. I think I was talking to the sales guy, um, and I'm not going to say his name either. And he knew I was dabbling in the Bigfoot stuff. And so he he was just jokingly said to this other guy, he says, hey, you know, if you want to find Bigfoot, talk to Dominguez. So this guy calls me up and says, hey, man, I need to talk to you off off hours. I said, okay. I said, call me. So he called me. And apparently he had a Bigfoot incident that he was talking, I guess happened like 15 years ago, 15, 20 years ago uh, in Longview, Southeast Longview. And it was near the Sabine River uh, between 322 and 3320 CR 3321. So if you, if you look on the map, any map, you just pull it up. There's, there's lakes and there's uh, the, the Sabine River there. So apparently he had, um, he had a relative that was suspect of maybe uh, abusing, I guess, his sister-in-law. And so this guy is a big dude, and he's like, I don't know, like 6'5", like 300 pounds. So he went to go talk to his brother-in-law to go straighten him out. So, <laughs> so, so he goes over to this guy's. And so apparently this guy has a, had a trailer on this plot of land that's right next to the river. And so he pulls up to go talk to him, and he sees there's, like, holes, like, in the trailer. So, which I thought was kind of interesting. And um, where, where were the holes on the trailer? Like, on the walls. Like, it almost looked like someone was shooting at it. Okay, how big were the holes on Probably, the like, you know, enough for, like, a buckshot. Okay. So he was thinking it was, he was shooting it, mm-hmm. I said, and he pulls up. He goes, this asshole, you know. Where, like, was it one solid hole? It was like many. Or was it like pelts? It was like a bunch of them, like maybe like every so feet. You know, every, like almost like if someone's walking beside the trailer, just boom, 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 you know, okay. as they're walking. So. Okay. So he goes and confronts, I guess, his brother-in-law. And, and so his brother-in-law was having a hard time finding a job. So his brother-in-law was, um, you know, hunting off the land to provide his family. And so he was like, you know, shooting possum squirrels and he had like a fish trap over by the Sabine River so so he was gonna talk in the woods with his brother-in-law and so he's his brother-in-law said well you know he said he has he had some critter problems and that he was walking to the river to go get this this fish trap to feed his family and so he was want to talk to him some sense into him and then they're walking down this trail to the river and out steps this Bigfoot <laughs> so and and this guy, he said he freaked out, and you know he's a big dude, and uh, um, you know he's not afraid of much stuff, but he was pretty, he was pretty, he was pretty scared whenever he's telling me this story. And so I think his brother-in-law had like a forty-five or forty-four. I don't remember the story, but he was telling him to shoot it, and he says, "No, it's just gonna piss it off." So, so right, I stopped him right there at that story, and I said. 
I go, did it show its teeth? And he says, yes. I go, did it rock back and forth? He says, yes. I go, did it grab trees and branches and start thrashing it? He goes, yes. He goes, man, were you there? That's what he asked me. And then I said, I'm sorry, go ahead and continue. So this thing was like just making all kinds of noise, thrashing branches and trees and just trying to stomp on its feet and, you know, just screaming at it, at, at these guys. So this brother-in-law kept going. He wanted to go get his fish. So, and this friend of mine was scared and he was like walking behind him and they were kind of like jogging and running at the same time. So this thing shadowed them all the way to the river. So the guy goes and gets his fish <laughs> and then goes back, you know, starts walking back the trail. And this thing is still trailing them, just shadowing them. And it's just screaming and just, uh, just shaking all kinds of trees and bushes and, and just following them. So they finally make it back to the, to the trailer. So then he tells, he goes, what was that? And he says, his critter. The guy was all calm and said, critter. That was his critter problem? (laughs) That was his critter problem. So uh, apparently he was having, I guess, marital issues. I got with this, I guess, critter was causing it. And so he was, he was pretty scared. And uh, I asked him, I said, what's the address? And I, he didn't want to give it to me. So, and I wanted to go back out there because like, for like a big footer, I mean, that's like, you know, that's gold. Mm-hmm. I mean, for any kind of uh, like activity like that, aggressive activity, that's what you want to do and just catch it on video. So um, he said, you can go out there, but I'm not going out there. So he didn't want to go out there at all. So, which I thought was interesting. And to this day, I still want to go there. I want this is, I want to go to Hallsville and I want to go to this place. So these are the two top on my list if I were to go back in the field and do stuff. So, so is this is, but this is not public land. No. Um, I, I believe the property belonged to his mother-in-law. And so he said this happened like 15 years ago. And I told him, I said, man, I wish I knew you 15 years ago. I, I would have ran out there quick just, just to see this property. So, uh, as far as I as far as I know, his mother in law still owns it. So I, I've asked I've asked for him to reach out to her if they were still having his problems, and I'd like to go out there and just look at it and just try to experience it or something, videotape it, something. So, yeah. you guys have any thoughts? I mean, I always have thoughts. Being being the skeptic at the table here, yeah. Um, I always have thoughts. Um, but it's, it's kind of, I don't know the guy. I don't know anybody. I just know you and know your, your dealings with this guy. And I know you trust him Yeah, and I trust you, but hearing a story like that without, without actually going out there myself and, and, and seeing stuff. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's 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 enough that this six foot, you know, five, three hundred pound guy was legitimately scared of something out there. Yeah. So there's something out there and he hasn't gone back in fifteen years and he doesn't plan on going back. He doesn't want to. So something legitimately scared this guy. And so there's something out there. Right. But I I like the detail that, you know, you were like, Hey, did he show his teeth? Did yeah. he sway back and forth? 
Did he shake the stuff? And he's like, hey, are, were you there or what? Yeah, yeah. Well, one, that says you've done your research and <laughs> you kind of know a little bit about Bigfoot. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't a- know. Ash? Yeah. I mean, kind of seems You know, I don't know this person. I haven't been there, but yeah. it is interesting, you know. Yeah, that, I, I think so. I mean, if, you know, I have to go back and check it out. But I think if it is where I, the general idea where I think it might be. Right. I've heard other people talk about things like that out there. Yeah. In that area. And this is not too far from Hallsville. That's what yeah, I was going to say. It's like not over by where the loop meets the interstate. I think. 20. Yeah. 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 And it's not. Yeah. It's mostly. You know, farms and stuff out there and, like, trucking businesses and stuff is kind of remote, you know. And it's, if you were to be at the cemetery where y'all were at and y'all said that y'all saw the eyes, it is in that direction mm-hmm. that, and again, I've stated before on here, if this if this thing is this big, it can travel long distances in, in very yeah. short amount of time. So, from... From where this is to Hallsville in that area where you said you saw the eyes. But what really jumps out to me in this story is this this dude that's not so big is just like, whatever, I got a critter problem. I'm going down here to get my fish. Yeah. It's possible at that point. He, he's probably been going on for so long. Yeah. yeah. They he's, know that it's just making He's noise. probably seen it so much that it's, you know, it's nothing to him now. But that just, yeah. to me, if Bigfoot's out there, he's not mean. Right. Because yeah. if he wanted to be mean, he'd be stealing yeah. homeboy's fish. He's like, oh, hey, look, this guy's catching my food and going and taking them. You, you know what I, I forgot to say was this, this guy um, this guy was telling me the story of how the big – I was asking him how it looked. And I was asking him, you know, this is going to sound kind of weird to what, I was, what I'm going to say. And I asked him – I asked for details when someone sees something like so vivid like this. Mm-hmm. I asked him, I said, did you see its nipples? And yeah. I know that sounds kind of funny, but – it's like it's like the details that I go. Did you see it was a man or a, or a female? You mm-hmm. know, a male or female. Mm-hmm. He says, you know what? I really didn't look there. So, but uh, he's uh, he did said he did say he's he saw nipples. He said this thing was he couldn't see a neck on it. That's what that's what he said. He said he didn't see a neck on it. It was so massive. It was so wide. And um, I think he had said something about that he had met Andre Andre the Giant. This guy's you know he's, he's pretty old. Mm-hmm. And he said this thing was bigger than Andre Giant. And so, and he said it moved so quickly that it looked like it was floating. That's what he said. So for this thing to be so big, so massive, and then move so quickly, he was astonished by it. What, did he say anything about it making, like, vocalizing? Yeah, he he did say it it was screaming at them. And I I said it was a growl, grunt. He says, yeah, it was growling and grunting. And so, as he was pounding the ground and pounding bushes and branches and stuff, it was it was growling and grunting at him. So, I asked him if it if it whooped, hollered, uh, whistled. He says, "No, I don't remember any of that." And while so. this is going on, home dude's still going after his fish. Yeah, gotta eat, man. So, um, you also mentioned in there that they were having uh, the guy that lives there and his wife were having marital problems because of this critter problem right what was it about this critter problem that was making them have i I guess you know he was looking for a job i'm 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 spitball here 
and she was there by herself and saw this thing. Told so him, she was yeah, she was scared. She was scared. Told him about it. I don't think she told her sister, which is this guy's wife, mm-hmm. about it at all until you know this friend of mine got there and he sees it and oh my god, it's 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 more than it's more than what you think. And so he he had thought that his brother in law was shooting up the trailer, but it, the brother in law. Was I think later on that evening they were drinking whiskey on the porch of this trailer, and he kind of eased up and he kind of started opening up a little bit, and so he was telling he was telling my friend that this this Bigfoot was coming out and punching the trailer, and so my friend thought that this guy was shooting his trailer, you know, pissed off at his wife, but you know this Bigfoot was you know punching hose through the trailer. Okay, this just doesn't make any sense to me because if a big freaking hairy dude's punching my trailer, I'm leaving. You're leaving, right? So maybe they're they're financially trapped. I don't know. So. <laughs> financially trapped, whatever trapped, I'm leaving. Right. right. I will go live in a tent <laughs> on the side of the highway, so I know Bigfoot's not going to hit my my house. You know, if I wasn't so into Bigfoot, I probably would do the same thing. But I'm kind of into him, so I probably would have stayed. That's me. Correct me if I'm wrong. And I've heard. I think I've heard like a newer trailer and stuff that the. Like carpet glue smells or whatever from that, mm-hmm. like attract them or whatever. You know? you, you, I think you, I've heard that. Before. You know, I, I've heard that too. I've heard of tractor grease. I've heard yeah. of glue. I've heard of um, uh, deer salt. You know, salt blocks. They're interested in stuff like that. Yeah. So I've heard like like a salt lick for a horse. Yeah. Or like a deer. I mean, a deer. Yeah, they'll come up and sense. they come up yeah. and lick it or just pull it away. And I've I've heard stories of them. Going up to a tra- to a tractor that's bulldozing an area mm-hmm. after after the workers have gone home and licked the grease. I've heard the story. So, how valid are these? I mean, you got to take it with a grain of salt. I mean, because yeah. I, I I take it all with a grain of salt. Because right. I mean, I, I get it. I get where yeah. you're coming from, but I mean, I'm not here to <laughs> I'm not here to convince anybody. I'm just reporting what I mm-hmm. read and what I what I've told. I said, okay, that's kind of odd, but. I'll I've, go with it. Yeah, I've they're heard omnivorous, it, so it kind of like makes them act kind of aggressive like that. Like yeah, because they because like, they think it's food or something like the smells or whatever, or even if it's something new in the area, they're gonna mess with it. You know, so that makes me wonder how long that that trailer had been there. Yeah, and you know, if it's kind of one of those things that they just put out there in the middle of the woods, and that's why he was like, like he just showed up here. What's going on? You know, kind of like territory yeah. issues. Yeah, they're you've invaded my space. Now I'm gonna punch holes in your trailer. Man, yeah. I, I'm telling you guys right now. I I want to go this place. I really yeah. do. I, I mean, I I, I want to go. So I've been asking this guy for like years. Give me the address. <laughs> so I say, call your mother-in-law. <laughs> well, we have we have a vicinity of where where it is. I yeah, mean, we know. Yeah, it's just like you know. I think he was he was telling me also that. The neighbors uh, had um, some Rockweilers, and the rock, a couple of the Rockweilers went missing. I, you, you did tell me this story. Yeah, so, you told me this. So they came up missing like that. I think one of them was chained to um, uh, one of those lines that you put out clothes on. They had like yeah. a little a tee, little you know, and they were chained to it and was running back and forth. And I think he had, his brother-in-law had told him that, uh, that one of the Rockweilers... Rockweilers went missing, like it, 
just scooped it up and took off with it. I, I'm I'm still thinking he's got free food in this fish trap over here. That, yeah, that home dude's catching. maybe maybe he just busted out, went after it, and it killed it. Maybe, I don't know, maybe so. the fish trap was empty that night. <laughs> Long John's over. <laughs> he said, "Oh, Rottweiler sounds really good right now." I'm sick of fish. Let's try something. Dry. Yeah, hot dogs. <laughs> but um, so yeah, there's there's a lot. There's a lot going on in that one. A lot going on in that story, yeah. and again, like I said, I don't, I don't know anyone, either one of the people, in it. Yeah. But six foot five, three hundred pound. That's a large. That's a large mammal in itself. Yeah. He's, and for him, did he say he he it was it was taller than him? Yeah, he he did say it was it was he he said he met Andre the Giant. Yeah, okay. and it was bigger than Andre the it, Giant. It, this thing made Andre Andre the Giant dwarf. So Andre the Giant was seven foot yep. and 500 pounds. Something like that, yeah. He's a huge, huge, not not just a large mammal, a huge mammal. Yeah. And he's bigger than Andre the Giant. And so for him to, to be so scared that he doesn't go out there, I mean, that holds a little bit of... Yeah. Of, of, and I... I mean, I wouldn't want to get into a fight with this guy. Yeah, I, I wouldn't... I wouldn't want to tango with somebody that big. Yeah, I mean, and if this thing is bigger than bigger this than guy, that, yeah. I, I wanted to go back and ask you. Um, Shoot, you kind of hit on a uh, on a subject about um, the nipples the, and the what? The nipples. The nipples. Yeah. If it was a male or a female, like. Does one or the other have nipples and the other one doesn't? What well, what's so significant about well, these nipples? Details. Details are always important. Um, whenever and we'll, this is a teaser for another story. Um, but there was a lady that had a had a signing, and that's the first thing she talked about was is it's nipples, and I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna say this, and it, and it's penis. So oh. she saw she saw nipples nipples and, and a penis. Yeah, and so. That always stuck to me, and so details always, always, if so, you know, because like so many people see a Bigfoot cross the road, yeah, and say it crossed the road, and I was driving fast, and it it went past, I went past it, it was dark, I didn't see it after it. Was the blob squatch? Yeah, the blob squatch. The, yeah, that's a that's a <laughs> that's actually very a term. technical terminology. Blob squatch. Wow. Yeah. That's what the picture in North Carolina, the blurry. That's a blob squatch. That's, yep. that's a blob squatch. So, and that's okay. what most people see and capture. Learn something every day, right? I know, yeah. for sure it's real. So, nipples. Right. <laughs> Back to the nipples. When I watch this Patterson-Gimlin film, there's no nipples. She, it's got breasts. Yeah. If you, if you really break it down, uh, I'm going to push this guy, and I really don't want to, is MK, MK Davis. So, he he's... He does a lot of video stuff, and he's like extensively broke down the Patterson Gimlin film. If you, so there's, there's nipples on this. It's, you you don't see the nipples, but but you see the breast. On the, and that's she, the the Bigfoot on there is is um, called Patty because it's because because they, they believe it's a female. It's a female. It's mm-hmm. got breasts. So if you if you go down and look at it, if you look up it, like M K Davis on YouTube, he breaks it down. You can see it. So okay. So details are, have always been important to me. So I always asked, like the color, if you could see, you know, male or female, nipples, teeth, neck, no neck, 
eyebrows, color of the eyes, cheeks, whatever. I mean, if someone is, I mean, if someone sees this thing, it's going to be infused in their mind. Mm-hmm. And so that's just how I look at it. Well, yeah, just like we were talking, I mean, before off mic, we were talking about how we were searching for the place that y'all had y'all's experience in Hawesville. And right. as soon as you saw it, you were like, that's it. Yeah. Shot, shot the picture straight to Ash. And Ash was like, yep, that's it. Been you know, there once in the middle of the night, 12 years ago. 12 years yeah. ago. But if something that significant happens, I mean, you're, it's going to be embedded in your mind. And if you do see these details, I'm just intrigued with the fact that these, these individuals were, one, when I'm scared, I don't remember details. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. I just, I, I just don't. I'm like, I'm legit scared. If you were to ask me, there's, there's a show, um, it's called Brain Games. Mm-hmm. And it, 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 there's, there's an episode where it goes through the way your mind works in like uh, high stress situations. And what they do is they stage a, a crime scene and then they go and ask individuals that uh, saw this crime scene and people are like, oh, I remember exactly what it was like. I remember every detail. Mm-hmm. And it's nothing like yeah. what happened. That's, nothing. That's true. I mean, it. I and mean, so when I, when I put myself in a position to where I've been scared, and I've been scared multiple times in my life. Yeah. I don't, I don't remember. And we've talked about it before on this show that we, we, we don't get video of it or we don't get audio of it yeah. because we're so wrapped up in the holy crap, I'm scared right now. Right. What is going on? That we don't even think about putting phones or anything like that. Also, if if you've ever been in a situation to where, you know, somebody has tried to take something from you, somebody's trying to steal something from you, you can sit there and think all you want to and try to remember what this individual's wearing, what they look like. And a lot of times people don't. People don't, because you don't think about that. You right. think about your safety and getting so Getting out of there. Getting out of there. And, and, and sometimes, yeah, you're stone cold in that moment because you can't move, but then you, you pop back in reality and you take off. So, did you say, did you say stone cold? Stone cold. What? <laughs> what? Stone cold. What? Stone cold. What? Stone cold. Okay. Sorry. So, That's the wrong sorry. one. <laughs> sorry, I had, to, I had to do that. So, um... It intrigues me that these individuals are in these situations and they they express that they're so scared, but yet they have all these details. Yeah. They have. But then again, I go back to y'all's story and y'all remembered where the creek was. Y'all remembered how far it was off the road. You remember this. You remember that. So I, I don't know. I just know that. And I'm basing this simply just off of my experiences and my if I don't have recordings of, you know, I don't remember a lot about good experiences. You know, when, yeah. when I experience a good experience, I don't remember details about it. Yeah. I remember the, the, the experience and I remember, but I, I can't tell you. Yeah. I mean, I thought about that a lot. I mean, cause like I've always asked myself if, cause I, I've never seen a Bigfoot. Yeah. I, I mean, I think it's pretty clear. I've said that before. I've never seen a Bigfoot, but I always used to tell myself, I said, how am I going to react 
when I when I do see one. Yeah. I mean, am I going to run? Am I going to be you know fight or fight or 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 flight? Fight or flight. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe it's a chemical that's released in someone's brain, and when they see this thing that they know they're not supposed to see, or it's possible of seeing, and they just get into details. I don't know. I mean, I'm. Because your your friend even he even said, "Man, I didn't I didn't even think to look," you know. Yeah. yeah. You know you don't you don't think about stuff like that. I mean maybe. And then here's here's this individual saying, "Hey, I saw some nipples and a penis." Yeah. You know, were you looking it up and down? You know, were you scanning this thing? Well, well and with, it might not have been aggressive. And yeah. They weren't trying to get away. From well, it, and no. true, and yeah. I'm not trying to be funny here. Right. I'm yeah. legitimately right. trying to be serious. If if this individual is short, well, if you're standing in front of something that big, the penis might be right in your face. Well, the the, the, the that one story is that she, she, she was in a truck. Yeah. And I, okay, I, so she's and all she saw was nipples in the penis when this thing walked into the window. So, okay. I hate it when that happens. So so so, so maybe just going about your business and next we're, thing we're you know. Get, I'm telling you right now, we're gonna get crap about this. So just, well, I mean, it is what it is. But Don't I just look at any major primate. I just, I mean, come on. <laughs> So she's in a a truck, and she's the only thing she can remember is nipples and a penis. That should be the name of the episode. (laughs) Nipples and penis. (laughs) I just, I just, I, I don't. These people have to have some great, a great memory. They have to be cool under pressure, I guess. To remember these details, um, yeah. But then again, um, that's just me talking. I don't remember. I don't remember details about stuff. Mm-hmm. Something could happen, and then they come and ask me what. The, man, I don't know. I was scared. So, I mean, I mean, I've I've been in the woods. This is back when I had a Mossberg pump shotgun, and I was in the woods, and I think I was in Sulphur Springs, and I was with maybe like four guys, and. I heard something like it sounded like to me. It sounded like a train going going through the woods. It was like just trouncing stuff, like it's, a train or a train horn. No, a train. Just, just a like, train, like just it's, like like it's, the, like it's just like running over like branches okay. and stuff. I said, "Oh crap, something's coming!" So I turned and I, I and I pumped the shotgun, ready to go. <laughs> and it was armadillo. <laughs> so, <laughs> and it was like making so much noise. I said, "They do." And it's just like I said, man. Well, and when you're out in the middle of the woods, there's a ton of echo. Yeah. That travel because there's so many trees. When 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 sound travels, it bounces off of one, then goes to another one, bounces, and it's going everywhere. So a little crack of a of a of a, a branch or something like that, and and it's loud. Like I've I've been hunting, and I'm in the brush, and. I see a deer in front of me, and I'm like, okay, I got to get a little bit closer. Mm-hmm. So I'm just, and it's just a little, and man, it's that it's, deer, it's gone. It, boom, yeah, in a flash. And I only say that because you you'd mentioned earlier before that they react like like deer, right? Yeah, they 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 mimic they either a, a deer. They either want to be seen or they don't. Well, I think if they wanted to be seen, they, I think if they wanted to be interacted with, if they're out there, right. If they want to interact with individuals, I think they would. Uh, it, from everything that I've known about Bigfoot and all the stories that I've heard, they don't. They just want to be left alone. They do because if if they wanted if they wanted to be found, if they're that daggum big, they're going to be found. 
you know, if there's any of them out there and they want somebody to find them, they'll just come up and say, what's up? You know, so I just, I think they just want to be left alone. They, yeah, they, they do. And I, I know I mentioned this before. If they, if they want to be seen, they will. I mean, they either, they're, I'm guessing they're moving young or they're, you're in their way of food or water. That's if they want to be seen. So, oh man. I hate to say this, but I think this episode is going to be called Nipples and Penises. Brilliant. It's clickbait. <laughs> or, or. Ends and peas. Ends and peas. Mind your ends and peas. Oh, man. I might have to go with that one. On so. the so. Niblets and. Oh, well. <laughs> and hoo-hoos. Niblets and hoo-hoos. What is that? I don't know. It's their hostess cakes. It's the hostess cakes. <laughs> oh my god, I'm gonna pass out. <laughs> oh, you guys are so funny. Oh my uh, god. Okay. Composure. <laughs> JT, Let's get our bearings here. Let's get our bearings here. JT, where are you? <laughs> uh, okay. So Alright. Uh, I'm gonna go. Back to the original story we started with before mm. we got on N's and P's and hostess cakes. Right, right. Um, so how long do you know how long this guy had lived there? Do you know, you, you said that you think his mother-in-law still owns the property. Mm-hmm. How long has this, was this guy living there? Do you know? I, I That I don't know. I just know it was about 15, 20 years ago. And... So, so you really don't have a lot of information on right. this guy. You just have the story yeah. that your buddy told you. Yeah. And he said, I'm not giving you the address and I'm not going back out there. Yeah, because apparently, I guess, I'm, I'm assuming this, that he's not with his wife anymore. So he's not on good terms with. And it's his mother in law. It's his mother in law. So, so, yeah, he, he doesn't talk to them anymore. Um, but um, do you know if. If anybody else has been out there to no. to uh, investigate, investigate. As far as I know, he 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 doesn't know. So I mean, I don't think I. You know, they're the type of people that just don't. Because I think he he said that I was the only person he talked to. His son or his wife doesn't even know, and um, so I'm the only person he he said that he talked to was just me. So this guy didn't have didn't he wasn't like a Bigfoot hunter or anything. Like nope. He didn't have nothing to do with Bigfoot. Nope. Nothing. He just knew I was in the Bigfoot, and, and this was just word of mouth. He right. found out you're you're yeah. That's it. see, this just solidifies why you're doing what you're doing, right? Because there's got to be other individuals like this this gentleman that had this experience that don't even tell their son and their wife, right? But they're gonna come to somebody like me. They want to they want to express this. They want to get this off their chest. They want that's- to. To, that, to tell their story, but they don't know who to tell it to. That's what's actually his words he said to me. He says, I want to get this off my chest, and I want to talk to you about it. I said, shoot, let's go. And he's been carrying this for 15 years. 15, 20 years, yeah. So. I mean, and, and that's another thing. 15, 20 years afterwards, again, he still remembers, you know, these details. He still remembers. Yeah, he was, it sits, it's. I don't remember if I asked him if he was dreaming about it, but I think it's just still on his mind, and he doesn't want to go back. He doesn't want to go out of East Texas anymore. So yeah, 
So it's it, I want to go. I know that. I I, I want to go because I want to get rocks thrown at me. Yeah, you you might get it. So and I know you say no, you don't. People that say that no, no, you don't. I, I say that about people I don't know. Yeah, but I I legit want to go out there and I, I want. I know you and I, and I trust you. So I want Bigfoot to throw a rock at me. So I don't I don't go to the woods just with anybody. Yeah. So. Is, you know, unless it's Justin Timberlake. <laughs> Dang it! Thank <I> you. <laughs> Sorry. So, so, yeah, I, I, it's very interesting to me that, like I said, this guy he he remembers these details. He carried this for fifteen to twenty years before he told anybody, and the person that he told was pretty much a, a stranger. Yeah, you I know? mean. I mean, I, I, I talked to him maybe like three times a week because, like, like I said, we had a service agreement um, with him at uh, USBC, and um, so, so so he would he would just I would talk to him like all the time. I say, hey man, I need some HVAC. Hey man, I need some plumbing. Hey man, I need uh, electrical. So he would he'd send guys all the time. So I mean, so has have you recently had any conversations with him about? About this? No, I've, I've, you know, I've left USBC, and um, so <laughs> I've left them, and I went to another company, and so uh, we have other vendors now that we use. So I don't really talk to him that much, but I did talk to him last Friday. So and okay. he did give me permission to use his story. I just I can't use his name, and gotcha. I'm going to honor him on that. So yeah, because he's a good dude, man. And um, but anyway, um. That's what I got on that one. Okay. So when when you say I'm gonna go back to just some of the details, he said growling and barking. What was it? Growling and grunting. grunting. I think he's yeah, gr- growling and growling grunting. and grunting. Now I know I've heard audios of or or so called audios of right. Bigfoot. Right. And none of the audios that I've heard had anything to do with growling or grunting? There, there's some. I think um, Ron, Ron Moorhead, um, he's got a bunch of audios, and we're we're gonna get in that in like a little bit here. Uh, he's got some stuff with some growling and grunting, but I don't think it's on the internet. But you have to, you gotta purchase it. Okay, you gotta purchase. Well, his yeah, he's, he wants money for it. Yeah, he's been doing it since like the seventies. So, so because all the ones that I've ever heard, and again, this is just what I found on the internet, have been more like. Howling mm-hmm. have been more like uh, whoops, I guess you could say. Yeah. Um, like a, and it's, I mean, almost just like the, the song, whoop, whoop. Yep. It's, it's almost just like that. And then howling, obviously we have the, the howl that we open the, the segment with. Right. Which is, I don't care if it's a Bigfoot or not, whatever it is, it's creepy. Yeah. Actually, I went back and I listened to like an elk call mm-hmm. and it sounds a lot like an elk call yeah but where was this supposedly shot the sound that you got uh we're gonna play it here in like a little bit and we can we can go into details on that okay just because bit, so. the the one that we use for our opening our I, opening I, I forgot, segment i forgot i think that was in washington state well there's there's elk up there yeah so yeah if so it's shot around Wash- somewhere where there's elk i'm gonna say it's elk because it's washington sounds, or oregon i can't remember though. well there's elk uh, both of those so but so i'm gonna i'm gonna say that that's an elk but i don't care if it's an elk or not it's still creepy yeah because it's just if i'm in the middle of the woods 
and I hear that noise, you're running. Yeah. I, I'm running the other way. Yeah. So well, me and me and Ash will just stick around. Well, y'all stick around. Yeah. Y'all give Bigfoot the soundboard. Let him have the SD card. Just bring it back. Here's a camera. Do so, give him a GoPro. Yes. You know, strap a GoPro around him and let hey, him do his thing. Yeah, you we gotta can, catch him first. Yeah, we. Yeah, he, he can endorse us. Hey, that'd be the best endorsement anybody's ever gotten. I said, hey, sh- show us your nips. <laughs> show us your ends and bees. So, I'll say that to Bigfoot. Yeah. Yeah, we we're not saying that to our guests. <laughs> yeah. So that you would, got that would be awful. So you guys want to jump on the? Yeah, if the, you got some of this audio, I, I would love to hear it. Okay. I know we were talking before, and Ash, I don't know how much. I know you've been in the woods with Luke and stuff, and have you actually have you have you caught like any howls or yells or yipes or while you were with Luke? Mm. I don't. I don't recall. I don't know that we did. I know that anything. y'all said y'all y'all heard a call whenever y'all were together. Right, right, right. right. That was yeah. That that was. I mean, I I mean, I've heard I've heard you know howls. Yells, screams, um, whoops, whistles. In, anything that even remotely resembles communication. Right. You know, so I, I've heard, like I said, I've heard whistles, yipes, whoops, grunts, screams, tree knocks, stone knocks. Where, where they're well, they're not, I remember you tell a story where they were yeah. knocking on stones. So... I've heard all that stuff, and I've heard I've heard grunts, and I've heard you know that it could be like a, it could be a deer. I mean, it could be lots of stuff. So you know, I was just thinking too. Whales they they moan like that. Yeah, it's like a real like a moan, a squeal or a squeak. So I, I I wanted I wanted to play this. This is uh, off the bfro.net, and I I don't really like to push them, but you know they have the most extensive. Um, citing report yeah. broken down by counties and states and stuff. So they have so, the biggest library. Yeah, they have the biggest. They're they're the biggest group in like all North America. What is it? BFRO BFRO Bigfoot Research Organization. So they've been around a long time, and I actually tried to join them in '99, but I don't have a PhD, so I couldn't I couldn't mm. join them. So okay. So this this first one is uh, from it's uh, Ohio River, Columbia County, 1994, and it was, this was recorded by. Matt Moneymaker. So here it goes. So it's gonna, it's gonna, you're gonna hear some dogs in the background too. So should be coming up. All right, here it goes. Any any thoughts on that? Yeah, it sounds like a siren. <laughs> it sounds like a siren. And while it was going, I was counting it, and I was going one one thousand, two one thousand, three one thousand, and every three one thousand, it would go. Yeah. I mean, it, and it would stop, and then I would go mm-hmm. one one thousand, two one thousand, three one thousand. So is this is this a pass or a hack? I, I'm I'm gonna call it a hack. <laughs> Ash, maybe we should call it a pass because we don't yeah. know anything about it. I mean, I would need a lot more data. 
details about the area Mm -hmm. and, you know, to just kind of see because, you know, sound travel is weird. Yeah, it does. You don't know how in proximity they are to a highway or things like that. Right. You know, it could have (laughs) been. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean. I mean, I don't. I don't know the area. So. I mean, I know every Wednesday we get a uh, tornado warning. Yeah. The yeah. siren goes off, and that's exactly what it sounds what like. What it sounds like, yeah. It sounds exactly like I, that. I don't know a lot about it, but that was probably the best one I could find. Because um, there's, like, there's so, there's so many out there, and it's, like, so distorted because you can hear, like, the, two, the people talking over it, and it's, like, so, you know, really low audio mm-hmm. quality. So that was the, this was the best one I could find. It's, so. it's definitely good audio quality. Yeah. It's definitely, you can definitely hear it. So, but so, I'm going to say it's definitely a siren. Yeah. So this next one is from Ron Moorhead. And Ron Moorhead has the Sierra Sounds. So anybody that does Bigfoot stuff knows the Sierra Sounds, uh, Bigfoot recordings, CDs. So this guy was doing CDs like back then and He's got tons of volumes. And I, I remember coming up as a Bigfoot researcher that I would I would listen to all this stuff, you know, uh, whatever I could. And I think, uh, I can't remember who had it in the group. Someone had a CD, so I, would, I borrowed it and I just listened to it all and stuff. And so this next clip is going to be uh, whoops and tree knocks. So here we go. think that plays for a while but i'm just gonna go ahead and cut it off but it doesn't say where that one was at but uh this one uh was on in search of and that's like going back a little bit uh al barry and ron moorhead 1974 were, were these supposedly shot at the same time because it sounds like yeah I the th- knocks and the whoops I, are I, on two different i think i think it was edited that way so you can you can, okay. gra- you can yeah. grasp it because t- i was gonna together. say it, it doesn't the whoops and a knock don't line up with each other, and it sounds like two different uh, recorders. I, I, I'm, I'm thinking this was like in Sierra Mountains, California, because it's called Sierra Sounds. So I'm just going to assume it's Sierra, the Sierra Mountains of California. So, so that one was, that was, you know, I've heard that stuff. You know, I've heard tree knocks, you know, when I, I just decided to do tree knocks in areas of the woods that I don't tell anybody where I'm going. I just do it, and I get it back sometimes. So, so... To me, the whoop whoops, they they sound like a human whoop whooping. It sounds like a holler monkey to me. So yeah, that's me, you know. And I don't know. I but don't I'm know. just, I just, because if this big giant huge, and maybe he does have a little, a a a, a high pitched voice or a high pitched sound. I would I would think that this is gonna make like a like a. A big dog like woo, woo, with some, some oomph behind it. Not this little whoop, whoop. Maybe it's a baby. I, I want to make a correction. It was it was in Sierra California, Sierra Nevada. Okay, Sierra Nevada. So so uh, maybe this is a baby Bigfoot. Whoop. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> even a baby is. I don't know. 
Ash, Ash, you got anything? Well, I think things that we know about even make noises we wouldn't expect, like, you know, like foxes and things like that, you know. Mm-hmm. And barred owls. Definitely barred owls, mm. man. Barn owls will scare the yeah. yeah the dookie out of you. They're silent. <laughs> I, I've heard tons of those, man. Yeah, they do sound like, like So And again, if you're in an area where it's it's quiet, you're sitting there mm-hmm. and all the hear all of a sudden you hear these barn owls go off, it's gonna scare you. But if you start hearing whoop Yeah. Whoop now See, there's so much that goes into it. Were they carrying these recorders? Were these recorders planted? Were they there when that, this happened? That I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you you have to go to. I mean, because I've tried to click on his website, and mm-hmm. you gotta you gotta subscribe. You gotta, you gotta subscribe, pay. put a credit card and stuff. I yeah. And back in the day, I don't think I don't think he was really into it that much. And you know, you could you could listen to it, but now now you know, you know, you click on it, and it won't let you go any further than that. But. But um, this these next couple of audios I wanted to play was also, this is also from Ron Moorhead, and these are from Sierra Nevada as well. Um, and I wanted to tell a really really quick story because I know before an episode, uh, the pilot episode and question session I talked about going up to the Kimichi Mountains, and I had a buddy of mine um, who was who bought some land out in the Kimichi Mountains, um, and another friend of ours had a cabin there. So we would go visit his cabin and uh, plot out my other friend's land uh, so he can build a cabin. And so to get on this 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 property, you have to go past a security guard, security gate. And it's pretty rural. It's got dirt roads. And and it was like maybe like four cabins. And my friend's cabin was on the far end of this plotted uh, part of the mountain. And uh, it called, it's a mountain, but it's really it's like a big hill. But anyway, <laughs> Kimichi Mountains. So... Um, we, we, we go down this road and we pass all the cabins and we could see that people are not there. Like there's no ATVs, there's no vehicles, there's no fire going. So we were alone. I said, we, we pull in to my, to my friend's cabin and we started unloading and um, we just thought, okay, we're here this weekend at the, at the mountain by ourselves. And so I heard like in the distance and there, the very next plot of land, the next cabin, sound like two people talking. And so... I couldn't tell what they were saying. It was just like gibberish or something. I don't know if they were upset or they were like yelling at each other, but you could hear it, but not clear. And so I, I turned to my friend. I said, hey, your neighbors are here. So he says, okay, um, let's go in and say hi. So we walked down the road and we can hear this gibberish and like talking going. And as we're getting closer to the cabin, it stops. And so we look. I said, what the hell? You, as you get close to the neighbor's cabin? Yeah. Get closer to his cabin, the this gibberish talking stops, and so we see that there's nobody there. So we wait a little bit. So we start walking back down the road again, back back to, and it picks up again. And it sounds like this audio I'm, I'm about to play. And when I first heard this audio, this was years ago. I kind of doubted it. I said, I don't know about this. But when I experienced this, this was like, I don't know, like 2005, 2006, and it kind of hit home with me. I said, man, this makes sense now. So I don't know if it was Bigfoot. I don't know if it was something else. So I'm just going to play it, and we can talk about it afterwards. So here, here we go. So that was the first track. 
This is the second one. And I think this is Ron Moorhead speaking, trying to speak, communicate back with his Bigfoot. So that's just, you know, from what I've read. So, and that, that's that's what I kind of heard in the cabin that was right like right down the road from us, and so it was real distant. It was kind of faint, but I could hear it like it was some kind of language, but I couldn't pick up what they were saying. Like, like it was like, you know, you like a foreign language, but you can't really tell what it was. Like in, in that audio, it sounded like just one. Yeah. You were saying that you heard one or you heard two of them going. No, it was, it was the second one was uh, Ron Moorhead trying to speak back. to. No, me. no, I know that. But what? I'm saying in your incidents. Oh, yeah, yeah. It you was, heard. It, it was two. two yeah. yeah, it was two. I know in, 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 in Moorhead's, he was trying to mimic what this thing was doing right. and talk to him but that was only one of them and yours it was two you said you heard two yeah two distinct so i was kind of freaked out by that because i i do remember hearing this i said i don't know man it could be someone just in the woods just or he could be like his guys just just planning that that stuff so or just like planning you know just acting it out to make it seem like it was a big hood and so when i actually heard it in the field i said man i was kind of it kind of hit home with me a little bit but that's just me. So, any any thoughts on that? I just think it sounds human. Yeah. It sounds human. Yeah, it does. To me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just don't picture Bigfoot sounding human. Yeah. I mean, he's supposed to be this big, massive. Right. And again, it could be baby. It could be infant. Maybe that's an infant. You yeah. know, our, our, <laughs> I, I have four kids and before they could talk they made a lot of noises and it doesn't sound like me my son obviously doesn't sound like me when he talks because he doesn't he hasn't developed his man voice yet i guess so again i can put that hat on and say well maybe this is a but the again if you if you want to if you want to talk about it being an infant well the the reacting to this sounds like a mature right. voice. It sounds like a mature uh, a creature or whatever it is. To me, it sounds human. Right. Putting out these these vocals, these right. these noises. So, I don't know. They just, it all sounds human to me. And that's not what I picture Bigfoot sounding like. But I don't know anything about Bigfoot. So. Ash? Right. Well, like I brought up earlier about how... They like to mimic other sounds mm-hmm. and whatever. That's a possibility to that. Mm-hmm. Around people a lot. Yeah. You hear people talking. Mm-hmm. And it seems to me that a lot of times, they I mean, they're smart. So they're very curious. And maybe they were, were trying to, like, right. communicate mm-hmm. the way point. that we, you know. Because, I mean, let's use, like, cats, for example. If you only have one cat, it chatters at you a lot a lot you know single cats tend to be more vocal because that's how they see people communicating with each Mm -hmm. other yeah and so makes sense theoretically maybe that's the possibility there was um there was a theory um i can't remember who was telling me this 
but somebody in the field was telling me that they had thought because like Bigfoot's always try to be quiet and try to go through an area like stealth wise unless they're threatened. And so somebody had told me this. I can't remember who it was for the life of me, but someone had given me this theory about the ones that talk like this, that they had thought that it was a juvenile that broke away from the main group. And it was trying to, he was trying to be on his own and didn't know how to do it. Yeah. So that was, that was a theory. I said, mm. So where do they get that? Huh? Where do they get that? Do they just pull this out of the, I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's a juvenile that broke away. I mean, come on. Now. There's, there's people that actually, if like the rumor, the rumor is that if, if a Bigfoot shows itself and there's no, there's no food or water around, he's trying to entice you to look at him while, and I've heard, I've heard instances like this. Well, no, that he shows you so his family, a family can get away. And I can't remember where, oh, where, where, I, where I read that at. I think it was John Bedernickel's book that they'll 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 come to you and try to get you to to you know to see them, and while behind you, the family's moving. So when someone doesn't, I guess they do all these eyewitness reports. They see this this Bigfoot's not so big, but it's not so small. He's like you know thin, limber. You know, not so big, and he's kind of starving. I don't know. And say, you know, people say, "Hey, it was a Bigfoot. Was it like four hundred pounds?" No, it was like three hundred pounds. So they kind of equate it to be a slender Bigfoot. So that's, I'm assuming they say it's juvenile. So I don't know. I don't, I don't know. And again, like I said, me walking through the woods, <laughs> I can step on something. And it's going to go, and it's going to make all kinds of noise. Mm-hmm. Now, they obviously live in the woods, and I know people can creep in the woods and stuff like that, but, man, that, that size, that that much force. Yeah. And I know you've shared sometimes that if they want to come after you, it's going to sound like a train mm-hmm. getting to you, but then it was an armadillo that came at you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so I, I don't know how these, these, these creatures that are supposed to be so big, they... And, and again, you said they move swiftly. They they're they're very agile. I, and if there's multiples, how how are they moving around out there and nobody knows they're there? I mean, yeah. nobody's seen them. People have seen them, but it's not enough to. I just I don't know. There's there's tons of people that see them, and there's tons of people that see them and don't want to say anything about it. Yeah. So, um, you know. That's and what at the time when I was in the TBRC, I tried to be their voice. I tried mm-hmm. to be their, and that's what you're trying to do right now. Yeah, their channel and their and, and their venue. And I know that when, and that's why I'm open to the idea of it being out there because right. I know that when I talk about my paranormal stuff, there's people on the other side of the mic that are like, "Why does this guy believe this? This is stupid." If they're out there, da 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 da. Right. They're saying the same things that I'm saying about Bigfoot. They're just saying about paranormal. Paranormal, yeah. So, and I know that there's skeptics, there's believers, there's all that. I just know that the paranormal is real because I've experienced it right. in real life. Real time. Real time. So, that's why I'm so open to, I just, I just have to experience it myself. And hopefully when we go to Hawesville. Me too, man. Yeah. Hopefully when we go to Hawesville, we get a taste of that. So, I don't know. Actually, yeah, kind of going back to like how it moves and stuff there's another theory is like comparing them to elephants and how an elephant's foot is set up where it's got a fatty deposit in the bottom and it helps mm-hmm. distribute its weight right and because of that they don't leave 
deep tracks, and they don't they can walk through a heavily mm-hmm. forested forested area, mm-hmm. and you never know they were there, right? Because of the way their weight distributes, mm-hmm. and there is theory, you know, that maybe that's what theirs are like. The Bigfoots, yeah, yeah. Well, when you also said something last week that really stuck with me is that the ankle bone was more like in the middle of the foot, yeah, than like at the back of the foot, right, right. And that's why it kind of, kind of walks more up on its. I mean, I I could be wrong. I, I, I remember reading. It, I think I was reading it in John Benernigo's book, and I don't. Oh, Life of me, I don't know the name of it. I'm sorry. You're gonna have to make another correction. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> but but I mean, there's there's and and again. I don't want to knock on anybody's research because I know people like yourself have spent hours upon hours and Mm -hmm. years upon years researching this. And I have not spent one second of my life in the woods trying to find Bigfoot. Right. I mean, I've been in, I've been in like seven, seven different states and well, you uprooted your life at one point. Yeah. I I uprooted my life and I moved to another state to do it. And I mean, I've I've walked counties and knocked on doors. This was before, you know, DSL and the internet was fast. Mm-hmm. So I would walk around with flyers yeah. and, and business cards and walk and knock on doors and say, "Hey, if I knew it was it was a Bigfoot area, and I'd walk down like this dirt road and go to people's doors and knock." I got shot at once. I was gonna. I was gonna, say, I was gonna ask. Like, I got shot. Dangerous. Yeah. I, got, I got shot at once, and I I said, "Okay, I'm leaving this county." <laughs> <laughs> I, I, man, because where, where you're talking about these Bigfoot, they're, they're backwoods folk. Yeah. And, and backwoods folk, they shoot you before they ask yep, questions. Yep, so. yep. And so I've gone and knocked on doors and talked to people. I, I've gone into bait shops. I've gone to boat ramps. I've gone to, you know, uh, state parks and just talking to people and just walking up. Hey, man, you, you know anything about Bigfoot? And they look, they look at you kind of funny. What? What the hell? Screw you, man. You know, <laughs> I'm sure you got a bunch of. I got a lot yeah. of stuff like that. I got you know people get, get cursing away from at me. me. Yeah, people you, cursing at me and stuff. So yeah, you know it 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 didn't bug me. So I mean, I thought it was fun. <laughs> so well, that's the thing is that's that again is why I hold you because no matter what anybody throws at you, you're like, no, this is what I believe. Yeah. No matter you don't have to defend it because no. you lived it. And this is your your beliefs. It's my life. I love South Poland. So so that's that's another thing that I mean leaves me open to the possibility of this. Maybe not Bigfoot, but something else out right. there. Because you're just like, no, I, I don't care what you say. I don't care what you do. I don't care who you are. As you're long not. As you love me. As long as. <laughs> Ash, you got anything that on that? Other than that. <laughs> That's awesome. Was that was that an NSYNC song? No, it was Backstreet Boys. Oh, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I was like, is that another Justin Timberlake? Yeah. But that's okay. uh, other. That's Bass Boy. Um, no, no, he was NSYNC too. Oh my gosh, I don't know my boy bands. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? How did we get here? I know. No. Um, hmm. Go. You know, I kind of, I kind of feel like that's where I'm at is that I don't really care about anyone else's experiences or I mean it's yeah. interesting and I like the I guess maybe you know local folklore or whatever you know the stories the idea of it is more interesting and but then again I don't necessarily I'm going to believe everybody 
And yeah. I'm more interested in finding out what's happening and why not to necessarily disprove or to prove just to know what's happening and why. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, I'm, like I said earlier, you know, there's lots of animals that we know mm-hmm. that they're finding new stuff about them and their behavior and their, you know, the sounds that they make and where they travel and, and you know, all the time, things like that. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you on that because, like, I think on stuff like that, I mean, I, I've talked to so many people and you, you kind of, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I kind of got into it to, to figure out if there was a Bigfoot. And then after halfway through it, I decided to help people. And after, right. you, after you talk to so many people, I mean, I'm telling you, I've talked to a lot of people. I've talked to so many people that, my, you know, I actually lost my voice on a weekend. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, you kind of get into, you know, you kind of get, you got to go out body language and how people talk yeah. and you kind of figure out, I say, okay, this guy's in it. He's in it, you know, just to tell a story or this person mm-hmm. actually saw something and they're afraid and they don't, they don't know how to, how to deal with well, it. Yeah. That goes back to your buddy is like, I'm not going back out there. Yeah. I don't care. I don't <clears throat> care what I have. I don't care how many weapons I have. I don't care. I'm not going back out there. Yeah. Now for somebody to be that, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to say, okay, I'm not going to say you saw Bigfoot, but you definitely saw something that scared the crap out of yeah, you. Yeah, you, you think you... You right. you believe you saw Bigfoot. Yeah, you, your mind is telling you you saw something you're not supposed to see. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't want to go back there to experience that again. Yeah. 15 to 20 years later. Yep. So, yeah, you could... I mean, that's just like, you know, where y'all are at is like, I know I've experienced it. And again, that's exactly how I am with the paranormal. Yeah. There's nobody. I don't care who, unless it's Jesus Christ sits down in front of me and says it's fake. Yeah. Nobody on this planet is going to sit down in front of me and tell me that what I experienced was fake. Right. So I, I get that. And, and, and because I get that, it's, I don't want to knock on anybody's experience experiences. I don't want to yeah. knock on anybody's uh, um, investigating their research. I know that these that yes, there are some hacks out there that do it just for the money because they know there's money in it. Right. But that's in any genre, any field, anything. Anything you look at, there's there's how many of them are in the paranormal field that do it just for the money. Right. You know, and so I don't want to knock on anybody experience, anybody's research, mm-hmm. anybody's the, the the time and the effort that they put into this. I don't want to make a joke out of it because to them it's not a joke and I respect that. So um, I just need to see it for myself. Yeah, I, I do too. I, I just mean, need to, to, to experience it for myself. Because I, I think whenever I was with the TBRC, I used to I used to try to jump on every sighting report that came in and uh, Craig Woolheater, he was one of these guys that said, oh, we don't need to do that one. You don't need to do that one because there's nothing in it. Well, if if you get a sighting report and it's a, and it's in a western part of the county of Texas, most likely it's probably not a bigfoot because mm-hmm. it's like there's no there's if you put up a satellite of West Texas, there's not a lot of vegetation, and there's some, but it's just not a whole lot. But investigating that, can't you figure out what not a bigfoot does or right. what right. the information that this is not a bigfoot right. and so, go help those people yeah, and say hey I mean I would I would yeah. do it I would do it I that's mean, that's where the help comes in these so, people are scared yeah they want to know that they don't have a bigfoot well then you go over there and say hey bigfoot don't live in deserts right you so, know 
So I would get all these cider reports and I would go do them. And like I would I say, I'm, I'm taking, I'm running with it. And so you, you put up a satellite of like this area and you say, oh, probably not a Bigfoot, but I'm going to go check it out mm-hmm. anyway. So I would go do it and he would give me crap about it. Cause why are you going to go do it? And I said, well, we're here to help people. So I would just do it regardless whether I thought, you know, a Bigfoot could be there or not. I just wanted to go help the people. So that's and, just, that's and, what I was about. And who knows? Bigfoot might be a comedian and pulling an Oklahoma shuffle on you. <laughs> yeah. And going out there in the desert and hiding, you know, who so, knows? He's on a pilgrimage. Yeah. <laughs> Found himself. Yeah. So, so, I mean, I always, I always thought if Bigfoot went out that far, then you would have multiple sighting reports. Oh, you'd have to because he's wide like, open. He's wide, in wide open spaces. Wide open. Wide open spaces. (laughs) That's the Dixie chick. Rooms make big mistakes. So, uh, you know, you guys want to jump subjects? I'm I'm here for the... I'm I'm just here so I don't get fined. Okay. So, um, I want to do one more shout out. And then I'm going to be done with shots tonight. This is is for uh, Ebes at work. Okay. That's for Eve's at work. She's a big Dallas Stars fan, and so am I. I'm a big Dallas Stars fan, so. Yeah. Anyway, so. They got, they got routed last night, too. <laughs> yeah, they so. did. So the next subject is. <laughs> the paranormal. I love doing that. I don't know if you guys <laughs> noticed that. <laughs> Sorry. The paranormal. So. I kind of wanted on this one. I kind of wanted to talk, and you know, it's, it's open to any of you guys want to talk about anything. Mm-hmm. But uh, we we don't have to talk about you know whatever we want. We could we could go off, and we don't have to talk about whatever we want. <laughs> <laughs> or are we talking about? We're, we're, we're we talking want? about Kenny Ortega. Kenny Ortega. <laughs> <laughs> no See a baseball player. <laughs> what what I kind of want to talk about was how to do an investigation. So. Um, I just wanted to get y'all's thoughts on something like because I wanted to, I wanted to talk a little bit about it. So, um, when I was with Penn Texas uh, and Ash, you know, you because you were with the group too, so you yeah, you chime in whenever you're ready. Um, okay. Whenever whenever I was with Penn Texas, I was a director. We had a website. We used to get we used to get um, incident reports on the website. So I was the case director. So a lot of times, whenever we had um, an incident where someone needed help. Uh, if there was a, a child involved, we would jump up like mm-hmm. that would that would be priority, you know, mm-hmm. to me. And so we would go and like check out the claim, go talk to, go interview them, and with their permission, you know, we would do the release of liability and all that stuff. And so we could we'd ask them if they wanted um, to post it on the website. If not, we would just keep it to ourselves. And whatever whatever we found, we would help them uh, cope with it or try to deal with it or whatever denomination they were with. So, um, but one of the very first things we used to do was we used to, um, when we would get permission from the owner, we would go, we would go to the records and try to pull up whatever, mm-hmm. whatever land documents. And you could mm-hmm. do that by the lot and stuff like that. So I just wanted to see y'all's guys point of view on that. Yeah, that's, there's, there's kind of a little, a layout 
that I think you have to follow to be to be real with the individual mm-hmm. that's that's bringing this to the attention. Right. And I think if you don't cover these these areas, you're not doing you're not doing the part or, or thorough thorough enough job to uh, to help this client um, sufficiently enough. Uh, one is the claim. Obviously, you, you, you get the claim in. Um, they claim that they saw this. Okay, you already kind of mentioned if it's a kid involved, boom, you're on it. Right. You know? However, I, I'm, I'm all for that. Obviously, kids, man, they're so susceptible to. Yeah. And I've got a story that I will share, maybe not tonight, but and I've shared it with you before. Right. I, I, I jumped out of a house the next day because this yeah. happened. Yeah. Um, and I get, look, I got chills right now <laughs> because it was so intense. Yeah. But when children are involved, you got, you got to do whatever you, and, and do it quick. Right. Um, but after the claim, the information about the location, and you cover that as well, you go to the public records, you get whatever information you can get about this location the owners, who's owned it, uh, um, who's owned the land under the house. How was it built? Um, how was it built? When was it built? Um, what was the land used for? Um, um, the deeds. The, the, thank you. I couldn't think of the words. The deeds, uh, who, whose, whose deeds, uh, were, whose names were on it, da, 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 all that good stuff. Yeah. Um, if there's been any uh, incidences in the house or on the land, um, ownerships, ownership, all that, you know, there's so much that goes into it. The history, you know, was anybody murdered? Was anybody abused? Was, you know, yeah, but you, you, you can get all the, if someone was murdered, like through the, yeah, library, that's what I'm saying. You can library. straight through the public because you can go the, to the, the, the individuals, microfilm. the individuals that live here might not know all that stuff. Right. And that is a lot of stuff that could help these individuals. Um, know about this situation. Uh, and then you interview the client. You interview the client. You don't share your information that you've gained just yet. You let them do the talking before you share everything. You let them tell you everything that, that, that's gone on. Um, equipment. Obviously, right. you want the best equipment right. um, that you can have. And then overview. You sit down and you go into... Everything that you've, you're, you're after your, your investigation, after you've done what you do, you overview with your mm-hmm. investigators, and then you bring to the table to the client, this is what we found, this is what we know, boom, 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 boom. Ash, you want to, you got anything on that? No. I mean, how did, how did you guys handle that? Uh, more or less, that's how we do. We didn't really ever um, investigate homes a lot again, unless... Right. Somebody felt threatened or there was children involved. We kind of tried to do that, but, you know, that was back when all the, all the shows and everything mm-hmm. were, all, were first really getting popular. Taps. Yeah. Yeah. We got a lot of cases from them because, you know, they're busy. Right. <laughs> but more often than not, when it came to homeowners during that period of time, it seemed like it was more about that sort yeah. of thing, you know. But we we did a lot of historic buildings, like in downtown Tyler or oh, Henderson. There's an old opera, you know, things like that that yeah. have a really long history and mm-hmm. might not be too hard to find out. Right. Also, and it just seemed more. 
I want, I don't necessarily want to say easy not to get involved with people right. in houses and stuff and family because you still have to deal with a client at the end of the day. And, you know, that's that's a moneymaker, too, for businesses. you got to yeah. watch for that a lot. And there were several that we encountered that's like, well, maybe that's going on, but we don't have anything about it. And they weren't very happy about that because, you know, that's a, that's a quick way to make a buck. And I tend to not believe people that are trying to make money on mm-hmm. tourism. Yeah. I think that's the number one turnoff in, in paranormal for me is people trying to use, use the paranormal or the afterlife or whatever to make money. Now, I know that there's movies about mm-hmm. it and all that stuff, and that's entertainment. But I'm talking about trying to make a buck off of somebody's personal experiences mm-hmm. i don't like that i don't either I, I, that's one reason why i like debunking or anything like that because or to call people out that maybe not by name but by this is not what you do mm-hmm. because it, i don't i don't like people getting taken advantage of and a lot of times especially like with coast and stuff there will be i've had people come up to me with pictures of what they think is like an orb and oh they've lost their child or you know some family member someone they're close with it's like they want to know Mm -hmm. but i can't lie to them yeah and so there's been a lot of people that myself and some of my friends have made very unhappy but it's like i'm sorry i'm not telling you what you want to hear but that's doing you a disservice that this person Mm -hmm. over here that looks at this dust or this lens flare and said, oh, yeah, that's your dead son. He's with you always. Are you kidding me? Yeah, that's yeah. horrible. That's disgusting. Yeah, that's, it is. That's, that's projection. And yeah. I, I hate that, too. Well, we're not here to tell you what you want to hear. We're here to tell you what you need to hear. And we're here to tell you as much as we can. About, now, if, if it ever comes down to it and we think it might be your dead son, I, I, I still wouldn't go on the edge of saying, hey, this is your dead son. Because there's no way to truly identify that. Right. right. You can't truly identify that this is somebody's dead son coming back to see them. There's, there's no way. Yeah, I, I've always been against. I've always been against that. I've been against, you know, projection, uh, pain. You know, asking for a fee. If you're asking for a fee to do paranormal stuff, then then you shouldn't be doing it. The client needs to run. Exactly. Run away and don't come back. You know, because like, I, I know when I was with Penn, Texas, we 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 probably I want to say eighty percent of our investigations were homes, and it was like with kids in it. I mean, I, we we did the Lawrence Hotel in downtown Dallas. It's now called uh, La Quinta Suites in Dallas. It's like right next to WFAA Tower mm-hmm. and the uh, Channel Eight News mm-hmm. and stuff. And so we did a, a couple places. I think I did a couple places with them. And but but everything was like eighty percent. It was probably all just per, you know someone's home, and um, we just had to go in and just try to figure stuff out what was going. Um, what, I mean, cause what, what type of equipment? I mean, I don't know if you, you guys use a lot of equipment. I know. I don't have the money to use a lot of equipment. <laughs> we, well, in the past, we improvised yeah. a lot. Yeah. You know, when we were doing this was like 2005 through, I want to say 2008. And, uh, we had a lot of pawn shop VCRs Yeah, and cameras and just like the little, cheap security cameras and a few infrared lights or whatever, you know, piece at a time. Who knows? I wonder where some of that of my stuff went. I think maybe 
The pawn shop? No, no, <laughs> no. I think it's somewhere in a closet in Michelle's house. But, yeah, it's expensive. So we didn't ever really have, you know, like a like a FLIR camera or anything like that that does heat sensitive or, you know, expensive K2 meters and things like that. It was just basically like nickel and diamond buying stuff at the hardware store, you know, things like that. I'm I'm talking the old RCA handheld voice recorder with the little mini tape in it. I, I, you know, because right now I, I carry with me all the time. I carry, I carry a K2 meter, I mm-hmm. carry a digital camera. I mean, not digital, but a digital uh, voice recorder with mm-hmm. me all the time, wherever I go. That's just how I am. But I think for the client, I think it's always whatever, because I'm not a big camera guy, because we, we had a camera guy that just did all that, and I didn't really worry about it. So mm-hmm. um, I wish I was, you know, a camera guy. <laughs> I knew a little bit more about cameras, but... Um, I think the more equipment that you have, the better for the client. Absolutely. Yeah. So I think it all kinds of raw data that you can have provided for the for the client to help them find out what's actually going on. Because you know, because I've been in some homes and you know someone had some fluorescent lighting and they said the light keeps blinking. You know, I said, well, it's got a ballast in it. So mm-hmm. and uh, you know that that could mm-hmm. you know solve your they problem. They flicker all the time. They, yeah, because they last like you know 10, 15 years mm-hmm. and. If you look inside of it, if it's a brick, it's an old ballast. It's going to probably flicker the lights. And so I would get that a lot. But, you know, you want to you try to want to make the client feel comfort in their own home and stuff like yeah. that. But at least provide them some kind of information and uh, debunking. And because we, we always talk about debunking. Yeah, because the, the more equipment you have, the more cameras, the more the more uh, recorders, the more um, meters, the more of that stuff in different places mm-hmm. because you can be right here in this place and have a recorder and you can hear something that you think goes on up here and you think oh man that's a ghost beating on the floor yeah. and you only have the camera view of that room and the audio of that room but if you have a camera and an audio in the room where you think you heard that well then you can go cross-reference that camera and that audio yeah. and it might be a cat hit something fell off the you know hit the floor. Yeah. Right. But you would never know that unless you had the camera and the audio in that other room. So absolutely, the more equipment, the better. Right. Um it's so expensive. It is. It is. It's we, did, so expensive. we had a lot of instead of that just you go in that room and here's a walkie-talkie. Exactly. And you tell me if you see anything over here doing this. Yeah. If not then okay, yeah. it's something weird. Or if you hear there. if you hear something, you get on your walkie-talkie. Yeah. Hey, did everyone, you hear that? Yeah, What's going on? Stop. <laughs> Who is there anyone up here? Is there anyone? Yeah, a lot of that is like yeah, and then you go back with because everybody's got at least a recorder, and then you go back and you you yeah. you you go through and you rewind it, and you're going, oh, okay, right there, stop, and then you got to find it on both recorders. So, yeah, um, but digital recorders are much easier. Yeah, they um, are. Obviously, you can plug it in and go right to. Yeah, I'm. I mean, I'll be the first to admit this. I'm I'm horrible at going over it. <laughs> it's so boring. It is, especially so. when you're like they want it. Within the next week, and you were out at there, yeah. you know, until who knows how <laughs> yeah. early in the morning, and then you have a yeah regular mm-hmm. day job. It's like um, I did want to do another shout out. <laughs> this so is, you lied. No, no, no. <laughs> this 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 not a song. It's uh for uh, Matthew Washburn. He he runs Dirty South Paranormal, and uh, since I since I took over uh, Penn Texas Facebook group, and I want to say hi to all the people and. Penn Texas Facebook group. If you're downloaded this, thank you so much. Um, 
Matt is a, a, a guy, he's with Dirty South Paranormal, and he, I've actually given him a lot of cases since I've taken over, because I've, I've get, when people join the group, they, they reach out to me right away and say, hey, I got this going on, I don't know what to do, uh, I'm seeing mist, I'm seeing shadows, so I usually send it over to Matt, and Matt's a pretty good guy about jumping on stuff. Um, I think he did, a, I think he did an investigation yesterday. And uh, the best way to get in contact with Matt is through the Facebook group. So he actually has a Facebook group, Dirty South Paranormal. So if you if you need help and you need, you want to reach out to him, you could do it through the Facebook group and just instant message him, um, and he'll he'll reach out back to you because he's usually responding. Like whenever I send him something that night, he's on it the next morning. So he's you really really good guy, and I really appreciate him. Thanks, Matt. Thanks, Matt. So anyway. So we were talking equipment, mm-hmm. and then because um, I know we all all of us agreed that we don't we don't like projection, we don't like, you know, asking client for money for stuff because like ugh, this the stuff that we provide it should be it should be free. That's just the way how I see it. Mm-hmm. So uh, overview and like one that and you know encompasses projection and not you know paying. Uh, have the client pay us and stuff yeah. for for duties and stuff. So it always feels like that. And you know, million dollar funeral homes, but people get preyed on when they are afraid or yeah. in mourning mm-hmm. very easily. And unfortunately, it feels like this field or subject matter or whatever is, of course, where people that like to prey on those yeah seek out a bunch of hacks. So we're a minute and twenty five in. A minute and twenty five. I mean, I'm sorry. An hour. <laughs> I was like, that was wow, the longest weird. <laughs> minute and twenty five seconds of this. my sorry. life. <laughs> sorry, time is an sorry. illusion. One hour and twenty five minutes. I'm sorry. All right. Okay. A minute and twenty five in. So you guys want to jump because we only got we only got thirty five minutes to talk about wrestling or or I don't know I don't care whatever you guys want. No, we can. I just I I'm, I mean I, I'm gonna I'm gonna set up for the next show because uh, my aunt got back to me right with, with some information so we're we can we can tease that for the next yeah show. I'm gonna tease that for the next show if you want to hear um, my wife's my wife sorry my aunt's explanation of her <laughs> um, of her uh, experiences um, in a minute and twenty five seconds in a minute and twenty five <laughs> seconds sorry yeah. uh, um. Tune in next time. Uh, yeah. It's it's some good stuff. I, I didn't get a chance to interview her face to face. She did uh, reach out to me uh, via text message, right? And uh, she gave me some some pretty good uh, information we can go off of. And with this information, we can kind of go more more into. Um, and in that show, yeah, uh, I think I will. Uh, that's good. I th- that's I th- good stuff. But I th- I think I'll tell my story. But um, uh, next next show in that in that episode. Okay, that's good. I mean, that's that's a good teaser too. So yeah. Um, did did you have a fun fact on paranormal? I did have a fun fact on uh, paranormal. Um, supernatural star Jared Padalecki. <laughs> oh no! Um, <laughs> this all makes me so sad. I'm sorry. I, I, I don't know if I said the name right. Uh, Padalecki, Padlicky. Yeah, um, that's 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 your deal. That's that's, that's my stitch. Yeah. So, <laughs> sorry. Go ahead. Arrested for assault <laughs> and public intoxication. 
Now, I don't know much about this guy, mm-hmm. but apparently y'all do. Mm-hmm. And apparently y'all like him. Yeah, he's yeah it, it, I was reading about it earlier, and it just definitely seems really out of character. Yeah, it does. It's, but, it was reported on what? Uh, TMZ? TMZ. People Magazine. And but all this, one, so. this one's on comicbook.com. It says, as one of the stars of the CW Supernatural, Jared Padalecki has faced off against all kinds of demons, magical beings. I think that's just a... Okay, yes. here, TMZ. Padalecki was arrested in Austin, Texas on early Sunday morning uh, outside of a club called Stereotype. The fan-favorite actor reportedly faces two counts of assault and one count of public intoxication. According to eyewitnesses, Padalecki reportedly struck a bartender in the face while inside the venue, as well as potentially hitting the general manager after getting into an argument with him. A friend took him outside in an attempt to calm him down, which ultimately led to Padalecki putting the man in a headlock shortly before authorities arrived. TMZ has several video clips of Padalecki during the ordeal, including one of the aforementioned headlock. Later on in the video, Padalecki appears to pull out a wand, a wad of money, allegedly flashing it to the officers that are trying to subdue him. My, my only question was, where was Castillo and where was, where was Dean? Well, the problem is that <laughs> in reality, we have Misha and yeah. he's a sweetheart. He was probably not in Austin. Yeah. But it sounds like someone might have got a little overserved. Yeah. Apparently, this guy's a big. He's, yeah, he's, he's tall. He's, he's yeah. a big dude. Like, I don't know, 6'5", 6'6". Big dude, man. So he's a big dude. I wouldn't mess with him. Mm-hmm. And he's going around knocking people in the face. Yeah. Damn. Probably didn't give him his umbrella and his drink or something. No. I, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Of course, not that I personally know him, but I feel like I do because we've been doing this dirty for 15 years. Yeah, I watch, I watch the show every week. so That's a long time. I don't know. He just seems like, and I've always heard that he's a really nice person. So yeah. there's, no, there's no telling what led up to it, and you can't press tabloids. You know? Yeah. I'm trying to see if they have his uh, mugshot on here. That'd be kind of cool to see. Yeah, that'd be that oh, would be cool. It just makes me sad. This big chrome to the dome. I'm gonna be like, what's wrong, man? Big chrome to what the happened? dome. Don't make fun of his five head at this moment. You know. <laughs> I, I want to see this chrome. He needs like six pillows. It's beautiful. <laughs> he needs like six pillows. <laughs> so, um, I guess we could jump subject real quick. <laughs> man, you're just jumping. Yeah, I'm jumping. So oh. it doesn't have a. It doesn't have anything? It doesn't have a mug shot. Yeah. But it's got a picture of his big old noggin. Here we Here we go. It's a beautiful day. We're going to talk about wrestling. Wrestling. <laughs> so, Let's talk about wrestling. So do you have any, any fun facts from wrestling? I do. Sweet. Too sweet. Too sweet, too sweet. So, um, breaking news. Hulk Hogan and Eric Bischoff signed with TNA Wrestling October 27th, 2009. TNA. Yep. And a very weird story. This is uh, from uh, BleacherReport.com. In a very weird story, it was just announced by TNA that they signed WWE Hall of Famer Hulk Hogan today. There's a teaser video out online already for his TNA debut, which could be as soon as next week. So, 
There you go. Awesome. That's, um, my, that's my fun fact for for October 27, 2009. In, obviously, Hulk Hogan is one of the biggest names in wrestling history. Whether it doesn't matter what promotion you talk about wrestling, if anybody's a wrestling fan, they know Hulk Hogan. And Eric Bischoff, I know we kind of teased Eric Bischoff. We can do a whole whole story on how he was the demise of WCW. Oh, Lord. So, yeah. Yeah, but um, they're two of the biggest names in wrestling. So, But they were signed by TNA on October 27th. On, on this day? On this day. So, <clears throat> I was noticing that um, I followed Dave, Dave Batista on Twitter. And he was at the last AEW uh, show. Yeah. Mm. He took a picture with Jack Swaggart or Jack Hager and uh, Ortiz and um, Sanchez. And mm. they were like, in the, I guess he was in the crowd and they went out and they took a picture. <laughs> I thought it was kind of cool. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. I, I thought, I said, I go, I don't think he's going to join. I don't think he's going to join, but yeah. for him to make a, make a, uh, Make an appearance there. It was it was cool. tweet, it was tweeted by Santana, proud and powerful. Um, yeah. So it's one of the, you know, LAX when they're with Impact. Yeah. So I thought it was cool. So I, I want to jump into something that we were we were looking at. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a tweet by uh, somebody that our fun fact was about last time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Big sexy. Yeah, yeah, we were talking about that during the week, right? Nash, yeah. He tweeted, so A.W. Cody Rhodes um, is having a match, and Jericho and his goons are up in the up in the box, and they're drinking champagne, and Jericho has a mic, and I'm hoping I'm getting this story right. Uh, I think Cody's the one that started it. Yeah, he started was, the noise. He was he was being interviewed on the ring. That's right. He was being interviewed. He wasn't in a match. He was being interviewed. Yeah, that's news right. coming out. And- yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's being interviewed, and he calls out Jericho. Right? Yep. He calls out Jericho, and Jericho, they're going back at it, and he says something about, "I'm not, I'm not going to let the the ropes from another organization." I can't remember exactly he, how he, he was. said. He said, "We don't work for the old organization. There's not an invisible line yes, that's stopping me from going up there and, and kicking your ass." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, you know who that's a shot at. Yeah. Um, obviously, he's taking his shots. WWE. Yeah. So Jericho tells him, come on, you know, and kind of leaves and goes out into this glass area mm-hmm. or inside this little ring with this glass area. And uh, uh, my favorite wrestler in the whole world is with him with his scarf. Anyway, he's not my favorite. Yeah. Um, uh, MJF. Um, MJF. MJF, yeah. Is, is with Cody. And they go up, and Cody takes MJF's scarf, and he knocks it, and they get into this big old fight. And yeah. What I wanted to hit on was what Big Sexy had to say about it. Yeah. And uh, you have it pulled up over there? Uh, I don't. Okay. Um, if you don't, again, we're going to have to – I wish I would have had this pulled up because I don't really like – Big Sexy? No. I don't like ad-libbing. So, um, I was watching AEW this past week, and it was um, 
It, I mean, it was, it was a good show. Um, oh, it was. Go ahead. Go back to the Nash tweet. Oh, the Nash tweet. Yeah. He was. I want to finish the story. Okay. He was saying something about if if you are gonna take a shot at WWE, don't have Jericho sitting up in the in the balcony with a microphone. Right. You know. And I, I didn't get that. I I don't. I I didn't quite understand. Um, what he was going at, and I think we kind of um, came to the conclusion that maybe he's saying if if you if you want to, um, I'm pulling up. He says, Cody Rhodes, if you're going to say you're not at WWE and the ropes don't stop you, make sure uh, Jericho isn't in his box with the AEW mic. Couldn't spell work any clearer. It's the details. I ran through the DVR to see Chris's segment. Not a great first impression on detailed thought. So when he's saying don't have Jericho sitting up there with the AEW mic. Right. He said couldn't spell work any clearer. So what he's saying is you're talking that WWE staged all this stuff and they had all these stupid scripts and stuff like this about people going into the stands and all this. Yeah. That's that's the only thing I can think of is is when he's when he's saying this. Yeah. Is hey, if you're going to call out A and A, I mean, a WWE for doing these stupid little skits. Skits and stuff. Don't say that you're not being WWE when you actually are being WWE and doing the same thing. What I, what I don't get is that you know they're working a match. I mean they're work they're doing mm-hmm. a setup for their for their pay per view because that's that's going to be the main event at their pay per view of mm-hmm. full gear. And I, I don't get it. I said, well, he, they're not supposed to work the match. Yeah, they're, they're not supposed to work. But the I think promos? I think what Nash had a problem with is you're calling out another organization for doing it and trying to say that that's stupid, but then you're doing it yourself. That's dumb. <laughs> I I had. I mean, I don't know. I think it's kind of don't call out another organization if you're doing the same thing they're doing. Right. Um, what I was reading on here also that because uh, like in WWE, there's a there's a storyline with Bobby Lashley uh, sleeping with Lana uh, Rusev's wife. Oh, come on. Uh, do, you, do you remember us yeah, talking about that? I so this. I was reading this right now. Uh, Bobby Lashley is saying he's getting death threats uh, because because that storyline. He's getting death threats. I, I wouldn't doubt it. Absolutely, I don't at all because people know no bounds when yeah. it comes to shit like that. Because people, yes, it's fake, but people probably legitimately think it's real. You know, it's a fake storyline. I don't like it when they go off and do stuff like that. Yeah. I hate. I hate. I, I, I hate. Those kind of storylines where where you're 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 just reaching so far to try to build these these characters. Because here's the thing, Lana sucks at wrestling. Yeah, she is not a good wrestler in ring. No, she's just a really pretty woman that is married to Rusev. She's so, a hot, she's a hottie. Yes, but they're trying to get her TV time by throwing her in this stupid love triangle. Affair with Bobby Lashley. I don't think that's how somebody should be getting TV time just because of who you are. Yeah, I, I think so too. I mean, it's it's not the attitude area anymore. You can't. No, you you, you yeah. can't do that. So yeah, if you deserve TV time, put them on TV. 
But if you got if you got to make up some some stupid affair to get TV time, then you don't deserve to be on TV. So I, I was watching SmackDown yesterday, and I found this out. Um, Xavier Woods was doing a non televised deal, and he tore his Achilles tendon. So he's out. I was gonna say definitely he's out for a long time. Yeah, he's. I think he went out, went under surgery. I think yesterday, but I feel bad for him because. I like I like the new day. That's yeah. just me. So. I like the new. I didn't when they first came out. I hated. Oh, them. I hated them. I hated them. Couldn't stand them. But man, those those guys are entertaining. They maybe they're they're hot sellers. I mean, they yeah. they sell a lot of product. They're they're entertaining, and they did it whenever they they completely revamped themselves. Yeah, Pan- um, pancakes, pancakes, bootios. <laughs> that's when they. That's when they were like. Uh, trombone, Xavier Woods and his trombone. Francesca. Francesca. So <laughs> when they did that, man, I was like, I like these guys. I, I hated it when, when they first came out because, like, Biggie, I still call him Biggie Langston. Yeah, Biggie I Langston. I, I don't care what anybody said. Mm-hmm. I'm calling him Biggie Langston. But he would come out and he his shtick is always the same. He's like, talks like a preacher. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, he <laughs> does their, he's the one that does their intro. Yeah, I'm just saying, so, like, like good. Like before, I hated it. Yeah, so, but it fits with that group. It yeah. fits with their whole, their whole uh, getup. So he's my least favorite in a group. Yeah, my favorite is is Kofi Kingston, obviously. But Big E, uh, he's my least favorite in a group. But as a group, the three of them, mm-hmm. they're awesome, man. I, I love them. Did you watch uh, AEW this week? I didn't. Yeah. I go to school full time and I work full time, and it's hard for me to get. Yeah, and I got four kids, and a dog, <laughs> and a dog, two dogs now. <laughs> I, I acquired it. I acquired another one. Oh lord! Uh, two nights ago. More than me. She's so. she's she's three three point eight pounds. <laughs> Chihuahua mix. So yeah, I, I I watched it this past week. It was it was actually really really good. Um, there's just um, I what I didn't like about it is that. The main event was Moxley versus Pack, and and you know they're because AEW is really big into like win loss. They're actually going to show you win loss. I know when they walk out, they show you their 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 singles, their uh, tag team, their, their tag draws, team. and all yeah. that. I, I don't like that. So they they're really into it. So they they're expressing that you know Moxley hadn't lost a lot, and Pack hasn't lost in two years. So they went to a draw, and I I thought that was dumb. You know, and no one came out to. Interfere is just they just went to a draw. I said, "Man, come on, dude." Seriously? What was the cause of the draw? They would just they just kept fighting, and it was and so they just called like, it. Yeah, AEW does fifteen minute time limits. They don't they don't you don't wrestle just to wrestle. They just do fifteen minute time limits, and if it's like a Iron Man match, I imagine it's like an hour or thirty minutes or something like that. But other than that, I don't know. I was kind of disappointed with it, but. I don't know, uh, and you know, and Raw's talking about you know setting up for the crown drill this weekend, which is on Thursday, Thursday at one o'clock, I think, or twelve. So we're gonna be at work. You know, it's you know my, you know where I stand on that. Yeah, I'm gonna try not to watch it, but I'm probably gonna watch it. I'll probably rewatch it <laughs> just so I can come back on here and dog yeah. it. I mean, they're they're gonna do they're gonna do uh, Seth versus uh, the Fiend and. Uh, you, you boy Brock Lesnar versus uh, Kane Velasquez, and it's my favorite ever. Uh, Rod Strowman versus uh, Tyson the Gypsy King. I don't even know his last name. 
but uh, I don't. I just know him as the Gypsy King. Yeah, and they're 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 doing a big battle royale, and I think they're doing um, like a super eight man tag team gauntlet match or something. That that might be worth watching. Yeah, because um, I think the winner is going to either face the revival or I forgot who's the SmackDown. Or the Raw Champions. I forget. Anyway, so. <laughs> I don't know. I forgot. <laughs> so. I left I left WWE a long time ago. No, you didn't. You still did. watch it. You still watch it. I watch it every once in a while. So, we kind of ran through that kind of kind of fast. What, what are your thoughts on Impact? You want my, my <laughs> full, honest opinion? Yeah, I'd ask Ash, but I don't know she doesn't. You, do, do you have any thoughts on, on Impact? Impact, no. Impact Wrestling? <laughs> no. If I paid attention, I probably would. Yeah. <laughs> I just, man, I... You watched it the other night, right? I watched it the other night, and... <sighs> Go ahead and say it. Garbage. I just, I'm like, man, they... They have good talent. They need better writers. Yeah, they need better entertainment because they have good talent over there. They just yeah, the entertainment factor is just not there, and their camera angles are horrible. They don't. It's like whenever they're wrestling, I want to see the whole ring. Mm-hmm. I want to see all four posts of the ring. Now, if they're up on a post and they're beating the crap, yeah, I want to be in their face. I want to be in the face. I want to see them beating the crap out of each other. Yeah. But if they're in the middle of the ring, I don't want a close-up of them in the middle of the ring. I want to see the whole thing. Yeah. Because I want to see the action from post to post. TNA has this thing where they just go straight up on it when they're in the middle of the ring. I love the fact you still call it TNA. <laughs> it's Impact. I know it's Impact. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm going back to my roots. Okay. Um, That's awesome. Whatever. <laughs> Impact. But um, I, I just think they need to work on their camera work, and they need to work on the entertainment factor. You know, it, it just kind of it boggles me how they, um, they, they push, they're pushing these certain groups or these certain wrestlers. I mean, if I was running Impact, I would, I would push TJP, Rick Swan, um, uh, Brian Cage, of course, because he's the champion. Who's um, your girl? And huh? Who's your girl? Rosemary. Mm-hmm. Rosemary. Uh, but I'm starting to like Tessa Blanchard a whole lot more. But they they've kind of taken her out of the knockouts division, and they just. But but you said that Rosemary was hurt, right? She she had a she hurt her knee. Uh, I think last year, and Is I she think back? I don't think she's back 100 because mm. she, she she keeps doing these like appearances, but not wrestling. Like she'll show up and like hit somebody with a chair, or mm-hmm. you know. She does the thing called the red wedding, which is uh, Brock Lesnar's move, the, the F5. F5. Yeah, so she does the red wedding, but she hasn't even done that move in a while because hmm. I don't think her knees her knees can support whoever she's lifting anymore. But um, but she's you know she signed a long term deal with with Impact, and so she's going to be there for a while. That's good. But she's she's definitely one of the better talents on the on the and an entertainer. She's a true entertainer. Yeah, Tessa Blanchard's a true entertainer. She she's a wrestler. Yeah, she's a she. I'm talking. They do have wrestling talent over there, but right. I'm talking about they need the entertainment factor yeah. because they have good wrestlers over there that are good wrestlers. 
but they need an entertainment factor. And Rosemary definitely brings it. Tessa definitely brings it. Um, I, I remember her match with, um, oh, man, I can't remember his name. Who? She was in uh, Tessa Blanchard. She was in the, the gold with her gold bat. Um, oh, yeah, she was in with uh, Sammy Callahan. Uh, is it Sammy Callahan? Or it wasn't Sammy Callahan. It, it was uh, uh, Crisp, the, the one of the OVE guys. OVE. Yeah. Yeah. That was a heck of a match. It was a great match. She's holding her own. She's actually whooping up on him a lot. But then the ending of it was suck. The yeah. ending of it sucked, man. The way that he beat her sucked. And I'm like, for her to have such a good match, she deserves a better ending than that. So, I don't know. They just need, they need to work on their writing. They need to work on their, their entertainment factor. I mean, I, I, they, they keep bringing people back. They keep bringing old wrestlers back. And I kind of like it. But I, the ones they're bringing back, like, they're bringing back like Ken Shamrock. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, you know, Sabu. Uh, and Ken Shamrock's got a big match coming up against uh, the Moose. The Moose. Uh, the Atlanta Falcons guy. Yeah. They're, they're, they're simply just trying to use the fact that it's an MMA guy against a football player. And, and it should be a wrestler against a wrestler. Yeah, because like Ken, Ken, Shamrock, Ken Shamrock's actually launching his own MMA thing, and I think it's the same time. So, so it could be just, you know, there publicity you go. and stuff there like you that. Go. So. There you go. <laughs> there you go. So they bring in, they're bringing like him back, and they got like, you know, um, RVD, which I like, still like RVD. I still like RVD, and they bring Sabu back. Yeah, Sabu. We talked about him last time. Still going through tables, man. <laughs> yeah, that dude. Dang. He he needs to be, you know, and he he just needs to be at home. He he yeah, <laughs> but he can't. Yeah, think of how long he's been doing it. Man, when longer than I've been alive. Think when Paul Heyman had hair. <laughs> oh, that's a long time. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, they. They they've got some good talent. Ty Tyre Valkyrie, which is um, John Morrison's wife, she's mm-hmm. over there. She's she's a good talent. They have a weightlifting champion, um, Jordan Grace. She's pretty good. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Jake Chris was the one I was talking about. The one that was yeah, fighting. the one that was with Tessa, Tessa that was fighting Tessa, Tessa Blanchard. Mm-hmm. And they got Michael England. And he was in over in Japan for the longest time, and then he, I think he's a great talent. He's just a big dude, mm-hmm. big burly dude, and he's just he can. Jump off the is, top rope. Is he the ones that has the weights on his? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's got like the the, the yeah. dumbbells on his outfit. Yeah. So or his jacket when he walks in. I mean, they I, they got good talent. I, I just think they're just pushing the wrong people at the wrong time. So it's just me. So we got ten minutes. Ten minutes to kill. You guys want to talk about something else? Come on, man! I'm game. Game. You're game. <laughs> Whatever. I don't know. Let's talk let's talk about my new puppy real quick. Okay, okay. go. Shoot. All right. So um we come home. I don't remember what we were doing. We came home from something. I don't remember. You were at, at Babe's Chicken. No, that was today. Okay. Sorry. That was delicious. Delicious and nutritious. Shout out to Babes. But uh so we come home and uh my dad lives with us and we come home and I go straight to my room because I'm tired. I put my sleep clothes on and I'm laying in bed. And my kids bust through the door with this little brown thing in their hands. Luckily, I'm like, it was a puppy. I'm like, what in the <laughs> heck is that? Okay. And my dad's falling behind him. And he's like, look, I got this dog from a friend of mine. I'm supposed to be giving it to somebody else. But the kids took it. And Oops. I'm like, we already have an 80-pound dog that is a beast. 
we don't need another animal, all right? <laughs> but then they came up to me, and they put this little critter on my chest, and I'm holding her in my arms, and she starts snuggling up under my beard, and she gets in there, and she's all cozy, and she lays down, and she closes her eyes, just like that. <laughs> just like that. <laughs> Sorry. And she falls asleep, and instantly I fall in love. So, they originally were going to name her Vanellope uh-huh. off of uh, Fix It Felix. Yeah. And then when we put her down and she started running, she looks like a little peanut. So, you call her Peanut? So, her name's Peanut Vanellope. Peanut Vanellope. Two names. So, her, na- her initials are PVC. Never trust a dog with two names. I'm just <laughs> kidding. I'm joking. That was a joke. <laughs> Watch out, my my three my, my three point out my three point eight pound Chihuahua mix is gonna gonna come get you. So we got a new puppy. She is absolutely adorable. I'm gonna show them uh, a picture here. I know you guys on here can't see the picture, but hey, did we have a moment where Blue Diamond came out? No, we did not. Wow, what's up with that? Look at this sweet. Our routine got knocked out. Look at this sweet little thing here. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Look at her. Look at her. Oh, she's tiny. Yeah, she's 3.8 pounds. And I got I got a video of her little running around. Look at her running around. Ricardo thinks she looks like a little sweet. peanut. Look at her. Look at her. She's itty bitty. Is she is she house trained? Well, they're in the middle of house training her. Ding! So she's so little. She's so little. We go to the store, right? None of the dog collars fit on her. None of them. Yeah. So I have to go get a cat collar. So I had to go to the section to get a cat collar. And the little cat collar has a bell on it. I'm like, I'm not going to like this belt. But in fact, it works out perfect. Because she's, yeah, she's so little that you lose her. So the little bell on it makes it, it works out perfect. So um, I spent a lot of money on this dog this weekend. But. If you love him, you got to spend money. It was, your gran- it was your grandma's dog. I think it was a grandma's dog. <laughs> He's a mean dog. So, so yeah. Shout out to Peanut. Peanut Vanellope. Peanut Vanellope gets a shout out. You are you are loved. Anything else so, you guys want to want to get off your chest? You want to got something to talk about? <laughs> I'm good. You're good. That pizza you made earlier was fantastic. I can yeah. that. I think right now we got like over 200 downloads now. 200. Hit the 200. I don't have a 200 thing. Oh. I'm saying we hit 200. Oh, okay. I thought you were trying to give me that. No. You should do the... This one? 200. That's awesome. Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you, everybody. Yeah. Um, we got people out there that like us, guys. Yeah. Sorry. You were my son. Nobody can see it, but I'm dancing with Mama Mike right now. <laughs> uh, JT, where are you? <laughs> but we have people that like us, guys, yeah. and that's awesome. Yeah. Hey, we like all of you. Even if you don't like us, if you listen to us and you don't like us, we still like you. And we don't care. We do. Because it still gets us, you know, listens. So, uh. So, that's awesome. 200. <laughs> I hadn't checked it in a minute, so. Yeah. It's, um. Still. Comment, comment. So yes. we want to hear your we want to hear your comments. 
So it, it's subject to change, but right now, our um, our fifth episode is slated to have Luke Gross in studio. So I'm pretty excited about that. I'm excited too. Chris, hey, uh, big big moment here. Our Facebook page has 50 likes. Really? Oh. Nice. Yeah. All right. We'll probably get more once Luke gets on. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Come on, bring it. So bring it. He's, he's going to be in studio, and I'm going to have a ton of questions for him. So Me too. Uh, I mean, that. I mean, I said this before. I, I can't say no good things about that guy. I mean, he's, he's such a good person, and he, he means the world to me, and... If anybody was to tell me, hey, go sit in a empty creek bed overnight with, you know, just only a bottle of water, I would do it because he's just a good dude. If anybody yeah. were to tell you that. Yeah, because, like, you know, I probably wouldn't do it now because, you know. Hey, 210. 210? 210 downloads. 210 downloads. That's that's awesome. Y'all are awesome, guys. We love you. So, so yeah, he's slated for uh, this next show, so I'm pretty excited on uh I think I'm I'm gonna try to squeeze in Kendall Kendall Wilkerson oh, uh, nice. the, the following week. That's um, Pentex, right? Yeah, she's the she's the director for Pentexes. Uh, Sweet. So she's she's another good person. I've actually got both of them to Luke and her to meet. And so Kendall is like one of my paranormal mentors and Luke is my Bigfoot mentor. And so I got them in the same room once and I said, Oh my god. <laughs> you have to like each other. Do I know. It now. I, I walked over to him, I said, You guys want to do karate in the garage? <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> so But I mean I don't know. If it I'm I'm sure there's I mean, there's people that I love and I, I love you guys, just so y'all know. No. I love you guys, but those Luke and Kendall. Oh, but, 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 I, I love you guys, but not, I, I love them too. <laughs> you it's see a that? little different. It's like, yeah, Dang, that was such how a... parents don't admit they have a favorite kid, but maybe they love them one just that a was, little more than the other. That was such a Kenny Ortega moment. Kenny Ortega. <laughs> so, I love you guys, but let but, me tell you about these guys but over I, here. I love them too, so. Those people are they're awesome. Hey. So it's just different and more. <laughs> <laughs> so two minutes. Oh no. <clears throat> two gonna, minutes I'm and I'm just gonna uh, lay my cheek on the microphone. So I did shout out to Justin Timberlake, Candace, and Caitlin and Ebes. Ebes. You guys wanna do any shout outs? I did a shout out to Peanut. I know, but any more. I don't know. I always I'll always shout out to my family. Do it. My wife and babies. Do it. Always. I love you more than anything. Ash? And I don't have those. <laughs> Shout out to Ends and Peas. Ends and Peas. Are we, are we going to call it that? Ends and Peas on mark, the glass. Mark your Ends and Peas. Ends and Peas? or Peas. Or nipples and penises. You got to do Ends and Peas. Okay, yeah, because we want to be proper, right? Ends and the Peas. Watch your Ends and Peas. Ends and Peas. Don't it, put it on the glass. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably why she noticed. I mean, we don't yeah. know like what perspective. I mean, but you turn, you're driving down the road, you turn your head, yeah, and like, bam. <laughs> so who knows? So we're we're tiling this one. Mind your ends and peas. Mind your ends and peas. Okay, that's an inside joke. Only if you download it, you're gonna know what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, clickbait. So, so okay, with that being said, 
that's the name of the show. Mind your N's and P's. Thank you guys for being a part of this. We love you. I'm gonna I'm gonna take it home now. So.